Hello, and welcome to the Magic in the Attic podcast. My name is Piano Man, and today I am joined by Midnight Mark, JBM, and Preacher Paul. On this episode, we talk about our top five favorite architectural achievements. We answer the question, will beards be viewed as favorable in 20 or 30 years, or will they be viewed like mustaches? We watched a video trending on Twitter which spawned the question, is Jesus racist? We know that you have a bunch of questions swirling around in your brain, so don't forget to submit your questions to magicintheatticpodcast at gmail.com. We appreciate your support, and thanks for listening to The Magic in the Attic. The Magic in the Attic is back at it again. You're just chilling to the rhythm, and then the comes in. Top five most cancelable events in the Bible. Top five most cancelable statements we've made on this podcast. Well, that happened in like one episode one time. We were talking about killing each other. We should just make a mass compilation of things cut out of context that we've said already on this show and just put them all together and blast We should have a listener do it. Better yet, one one of our listeners. Yes. Listeners, cut together a file of us saying all the offensive things we've said, and we will tweet it out because we want to cancel ourselves preemptively. We want to just inoculate ourselves against any sort of canceling that might come. So we are doing a top five today that I feel is pretty boring, but maybe you guys will surprise me. It is top five architectural achievements in the age of architecture and oh crap my what's the uh, age of architecture in the age of architecture i just wrote down like five cool things you guys define it for me i'm just going off of stuff that you uh (laughs) i thought we were doing speed limits (laughs) Uh, either way is good i'm uh my my laptop is gonna die here so since this is gonna be a shorter top five no matter what can i ask piano man why this was the thing that like he landed on when he decided to do our top five I think because jbm a asked a question about architectural jbm we're gonna get to jbm's question about architectural achievements and so, oh, so like, i was like oh the, hey let's just do the top five architectural so, achievements because i couldn't come up with a single thing that's why first <laughs> i came up with speed limits because literally the first thing i saw was a speed limit sign when i was reading this text so that's what we get <laughs> Top five road signs that people do the thing where they put the penis on it. Can you say that? That's cancer. You know, like the deer What's crossing. What? You know, sometimes what? The deer. <laughs> you know, sometimes like the deer crossing sign will have the little penis. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Yes. Oh, you? No way. Like, Hold on. Is that what they do with the duck crossing too, or something? <laughs> yeah. Deer crossing. Here, I'm gonna. Bro, you better be careful what you look up. Who's going to start off top five architectural achievements? This I'll one. Start. The deer I'll crossing start. sign. Oh, shoot. Here. The deer crossing sign that has a little penis. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> funny, actually. You've never seen one of those? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whatever. My top five architectural achievements, I did this strictly um, off... My own personal feelings. Number five. (laughs) That's good. Is the Rams Stadium. The new stadium they built in LA. Because it is crazy. It was like $5.5 billion. It's crazy looking. They still never had a fan inside. But they spent a lot of money on it. Uh, But it it is actually incredible. It's gorgeous. And it's like a. It's just a, a better version of Jerry World. Um, at any rate, number four, the World Trade Centers, because they were like this monumental achievement at the time. They were, I think when they were built, they were the tallest buildings in the world. Maybe. I think that's right. Uh, but there was two of them and they were kind of a staple of like the American landscape. And then obviously their history since has become kind of crazy. Um, I guess that's an understatement. Uh, number three, the Brooklyn Bridge. Brooklyn Bridge, pretty big deal when it was first built. A, it was like the architectural 
achievement of the world at the time that it was first built. Um, and it was here in America, which is cool. Number two, Stonehenge, because I th I guess we figured out how they did it now. But just the fact that no one really knew for so long is kind of wild. Uh, and then number one is the pyramids, because aliens? I don't know. But it is pretty inc incredible, however they built the pyramids, that they did it. This is my list. Very nice. I guess this is the part where Paul hops in. But maybe not. Uh, Midnight Get, Mark, you want to go? No, Midnight Mark, go. All right, all right. So I took mine... Just based on, like, I don't know, some sort of significance, right? Actually, I just took the first five things that popped in my head that are kind of cool, right? So number five, the Colosseum. Because, like, this thing looks like a stadium that's built today. And it's still in relatively good shape, you know? Like... People still base certain things off of the way that they use that structure. And there like really the isn't any there. other, like, major... Yeah. All right. Like, it was like people used it for a long time as like, oh, they this did. is like a great sports structure, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Jerry World isn't like, oh, this is like the Coliseum. But, like, you know what I'm saying. So, it's a pretty great achievement. And there could have been more of those or something like that, but they're not, like, around. So that's what's cool about it. In fact, they're still up. Um, that was number five. Number four is um, similar, like, first kind of, like, so the home insurance building. It was the first multi-level, like, skyscraper that was ever built. It was 16 stories. Um, it was only up for 31 years, but it was basically the base of the steel frame skyscrapers that people use to basically build like New York, um, which bleeds into my number three, which is Wait, the Empire State Building. Was it built in Chicago? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. The home, yeah, the home insurance building. It was built in Chicago, and it was the first like skyscraper, right? Um, which bleed, but that's where the steel frame, like they used that structure, even though it didn't stand as long, uh, cause it was built in 1851. So it even predates the, um, the Eiffel tower, uh, which was the tallest building. Um, so that was going to be it. But then I decided to go with the first like major steel frame skyscraper, which bleeds into the empire state building, which was built in the thirties. Um, and is still, you know, just a landmark of the United States. Um, it was incredible the way that they built it at the time. Um, and for a long time was the uh, tallest tower that you know people worked in. Um, I mean, obviously it's not, I don't even think even close anymore, but for, I think until what the Sears Tower was made um, was the tallest uh, like office type building. Um, and then my number two, is the pyramids because how is it not the pyramids we still to this day don't even really know how they were made like we can speculate there's a lot of people that think they know but they don't really know i mean obviously we could make them with our modern technology but they would th they think they were built by like people making bricks and filling a thing with water and like there was like a thing to level it off, but they're not necessarily sure if that's a way. So it's really neat because they're still standing. They're hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands of years old or however old they are. Like what? They're like 3,000 years old, 4,000. I don't know. Um, like they predate Jesus, right? So, I mean, it's pretty dope. Uh, and then number one, you can see it from space. It's the Great Wall of China, because the thing is just massive. That's factually incorrect. It's awesome. Why? It's if a, it's, it's if it's a cloudy day, you can't see it. I'm just saying, you can see it. No, you can't. You can't actually see it from space. I mean, that's place. what I was told, and I I believe it. I know. I like to believe that. I know. I know that you were told. How that do you know you can't? True. How do you know Dude, you can't? Have you been? Have you been to space? 
The real question is, has anyone been to space? <laughs> exactly. So how do you know you can't see it from space? If space isn't even real. Yeah, the Earth is flat, bro. The Earth is flat, man. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the Great Wall of China is number one. I mean, for like architectural achievements. I mean, it's I not, mean, but that's fine. It is. Come on now. It has nothing on Trump's border wall. <laughs> that thing gets blown over by a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever. Well, the pyramids I had as number one, so we can flip them and you guys can stop hating me. So, anyways, Piano Man. I mean, right. regardless of if you can see it from space, China's wall is incredible. Yeah. I know. All right, as, as tonight's host. That's why it's host, on my list. As tonight's host, I want to pass it over to Preacher Paul. <laughs> oh, wait. No, never mind. I'll go. <laughs> um, uh, so, my... Mine is kind of a list of both engineering and architectural achievements. So you'll probably understand it when I go into my number five, which is the Roman aqueducts, because they both, they had the cool arches and just the, the so it had cool architecture, but it also had a really cool system and design to allow water to flow. Like, you know, they were able to get access to clean water. It was like one of a kind. And then it also, I think, disposed of unclean water at the same time um my number four hometown flavor here uh mercedes-benz stadium in atlanta um the retractable roof has three huge steel like plates that they it, it opens like a i don't know it opens outward like a I, I don't know how to describe it but imagine three things that are triangular rotating to open it's pretty cool i know they couldn't get it to work for like the first 10 games falcons games that they played there um because they couldn't get the motors that were big enough to move the steel because they were so heavy the three plates um my number three is another chinese um architecture phenomenon and it was from the last olympics in china that was the bird's nest stadium do y'all do y'all remember that Oh, is that Paul's? Paul's phone is ringing. What a guy. What a guy. Um, <laughs> what a guy. Uh, Mute him. I can't. He's the host. Oh, no. <laughs> um, all right. This is a lot of fun. But number three. <laughs> wait, hold on. While, you're, gonna wait. while we're doing this, let's Can talk about Mercedes-Benz. I looked up Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. I, I mean, we're just doing it. We could just redo this, but um, I looked up Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I think it's more than three plates. It looks like, but really? it opens super cool. Yeah. It looks like it's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It looks like eight, but okay. it is super cool. The way I mean, assuming that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, it probably is. It looks like really, it, it's it looks like, like a spiral. Like, a so like one of those. Yeah, it looks like a soccer stadium from like Europe, kind of. I don't know. They always have weird okay. tops, I feel like. Gotcha. Maybe not. Um, yeah. yeah, it's super cool. All right, my number three is is the Chinese Bird's Nest Stadium from the last Olympics that they built. Like, it had a, it, they used a ton of steel, and they just made it look really cool. I, I think it's, like, the I, coolest-looking stadium ever. I actually almost put that on my list before I thought of the Coliseum because that thing is just so awesome. Yeah, super cool. My number two, also on every other person's list, because how could it not be, is the pyramids. Um, you're talking about like millions of these stones that are like 15 tons each and like precisely made. It doesn't make any sense. Think about it. Think about having 2 million stones that are 15 tons each that you stack on each other. Like what in the world? Why and how, you know? crazy Think especially about having then. two million jews to move them around <laughs> is that even true <laughs> i have no idea i mean <laughs> if you if you think about when scientists like date them some of them fall into when the captivity would have been around so yeah and i mean in exodus that's like what pharaoh did he's like ramp up the brick making you know so like what else are they making bricks for? Yeah. Of course. So then my number one is the Hoover Dam because it is just mm. insane. 
it might be more of like a civil engineering accomplishment than like architectural but still it just looks i what does architecture really mean you know so i think it looks really cool even though it's just a flat piece of concrete i still think it looks cool so that's my number one very interesting yeah you know what else is it i i mean it doesn't really make it a cool architectural achievement but since we're trying to kill a little time here with our with our host absent um arizona's football stadium the have you guys ever seen how they do like their field so they have a grass like an actual grass field but it's a retractable roof thing but they have an actual grass field that literally they can pull out of the stadium and they let it sit in the sun so that it has like the elements and then they like they push it back inside what? it's crazy like yeah it's crazy like they showed like a time lapse of it a couple of years ago during one of the games where like it takes like three hours for it to come back inside but it's on these like giant tracks Wait, it's what? super weird it like pushes but... it up like to the roof no no no. it pushes it out like it slides out like underneath all the seating and stuff it goes nice. outside oh and then they like so it can have real grass and then they bring it back in it's super weird so one of my other because i was gonna do this as a technicality was like architectural achievements i was gonna say the twin towers because they were the first building to like implode on their on themselves as a steel structure <laughs> so it's an architectural achievement that is pretty impressive world trade center center seven just collapsing all well, by itself also so, i also like the thing where the pentagon like blew a hole into itself like with no plane <laughs> that's like my other like another really cool one but it's not like nothing happened i mean and our next was a guest missile marjorie that taylor green <laughs> Um, so should we just go to the next question yeah. about beards being popular or no? Well, we could uh, go into the architectural question. I have it. Oh, here okay, that works like. too. All right. That's better. So JBM asked, I'm going to read it verbatim. I don't know what this question is, but like, are we done with the area of architectural achievement? The, that used to yeah. be a thing, like the thing. After we discovered the entire world, the era of exploration ended and we gave way to the era of engineering and architecture. But now it's like, are we done with that? Now it's all about the next piece of tech. So is the era of like architectural achievement and, and I guess like exploration as we used to know it, is that over? Is that what you're going for? Well, the era, no, I mean, the era of exploration as we knew it has been over for a long time. I think we've well, entered into a new one. But Explain yourself. I, I, like my, okay. So I don't even really know what the actual question is. So I guess we'll just run with it, and you guys can help you me figure that it. out. But <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't ask it as a question. I, I mean, I read as, it as he said at the beginning. I don't know what the actual <laughs> question is. But like, okay. So for like a super long time in the world, it was all about like finding. Well, first of all, it was all about survival. But then when we got past that point, it was all about like finding the next thing. Like we found. You know, the people found this country, like everything just kept spreading out from like the Middle East area, right? And through Europe, and then it went east and west and everywhere else until like pretty much everything was found. And then it was like, oh, we're going to sail around the world and stuff like that and different things. But then after that, when we entered into like a more modern-ish age, like people would build things. And it was like, dude, that is amazing. Like when they built... The Colosseum. Like, that was a huge deal. Like, the Seven Wonders of the World and stuff. Like, they built the Taj Mahal. And you had the Hanging Gardens of Babylon and stuff like that. And then... And that city there, that's carved to... out of the mountain that's, like, underground. That was going to... That was one that I thought yeah. I'd put on my list. Yeah. Yeah. There, well, there was just a lot of things. But then, like, as that was going... This is all still during, like, you know, I guess the, the era of exploration. But then, like, after America was found, like... This was like a thing. So like, when um, when when uh, they did the World Fair in France and they unveiled the Eiffel Tower, it was like, whoa, this is even this is even more impressive than the Brooklyn Bridge, which was like the thing at the time. 
Um, and then when the Chicago World's Fair, they were like, okay, what can we build to outdo this? Um, and that was when they, they invented the Ferris wheel. But, like, I don't know. Like, that was, like, a thing for a long time. Then there was all the, you know, you can watch different documentaries about, like, oh, these guys were warring to build the tallest building and different stuff like that. And, like, the... Throughout the you know, industrial the, the age. Large, yeah, like, it just, it, it was a thing for a long time. And I feel like... Well, yes, obviously some people are like, oh, let me make a cool building now. Like, you've got the building in Dubai that's the tallest in the world and stuff. Like, it doesn't feel the same. Like, people aren't as impressed by that now as they once were. Like, it was just, it used to be just, like, a spectacle to see, like, this big thing. And, like, I don't know if we're just bored with it or what, but, like, now it feels like everything is geared more towards, like, oh, like, who can make the next cool piece of technology to make my life easier kind of thing. So... I don't know. Like, are we are we just done with the architectural, like, uh, aura that, that was? Yeah, so we're definitely at a space in time where... So, wh what was the purpose for these architectural achievements in the past? It feels like it was to show that you can be proud of, like, your country or your community. Like, see how great mm -hmm. we are. We build this for us, right? And I still right. think that that happens because we even mentioned a bunch of stadiums on our list. Um, and I think that's for a reason. True. Like people show off, oh, this is our team. Look, right. like we're the best team. We have the best stadium. Like that's the way that you show it. And so I definitely don't think that the age of architecture is dead. Like we still try to build the biggest buildings. I feel like every year the tallest building is built. Like that just keeps happening. At least once every five years, the new tallest building is built. So people aren't trying to stop doing that either. So, um, but it, it does come to a point where like, it's not as impressive. Like you're like, Oh cool. It's a taller building than the last one. Like, so what kind of, even though it's pretty awesome. Um, but it is, it is funny that we mentioned all these stadiums and like AT&T stadium was not one, you know, even though like at the time it was built, it was like, wow, this thing, like it's got a screen that goes from the 50, well, you know, from the 25 well, to the 25. Yeah, well, like, let me. Well, Let me well, finish up real quick. Yeah. So, yeah. so architecture though is still a form of art, I think. It's really an artist what they want to create, and I don't think that's gonna die ever because some people are creative, and they're gonna want to redefine architecture. And I don't know what that looks like. If I knew what it looks like, I would try it myself, and then I would be the great architect, right? <laughs> so I can't answer that question, but um, I'm not creative. So. You can go ahead. No, I was just kind of like piggybacking on what you were saying about the stadiums. I mean, it's just it was just interesting that like it it is more about that, right? Because AT and T Stadium is huge, and it was like this massive achievement at the time. But it doesn't look as cool as the one in China, like you were talking about. It doesn't do that cool thing like the uh, Atlanta Stadium does. You know, when I think of like like really impressive stadiums that I've seen in my life. Man, every time I go to Lucas Oil, it's like, man, that building is really cool, you know? Um, and I think JBM's point is right. Nobody put that Dubai building on. Even though when I was reading up on some of this stuff, like one of the cool things about that building is it actually had, it's the tallest building in the world. It's twice the size of the Empire State Building, but it has less steel. That's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. It has less steel than, and it's twice, twice tall or, or close to twice tall or something like that. Um, because it's made in that tube like form, right? So it's like stacked on top of each other rather than like the frame that it's built on, right? So that in and of itself is like part of the structural achievement, but it's not something that you can see or really kind of understand unless you look it up, right? Where the other ones still have that kind of, when you look at it, you know that special, like the Coliseum. Stadiums nowadays, like we talked about, obviously technologically way better. But when you look at the Coliseum and you see it, you're like, wow, they made that thousands of years ago and it looked like that still standing. There's just something about being able to recognize it. And for the second part, I do think in terms of like discovery, um, I mean, you are looking at people are moving those ideas like what Elon is doing with SpaceX, right? So he's created his own space thing and like saying, hey, no one's actually been to the moon, duh, let's go now, you know? 
<laughs> I mean, that that's where it's going. Because again, we're not impressed by height anymore. Because we think about, oh man, you know, they they made this huge building in, you know, 70 AD or whatever, and that like how did they do that? That's part of the wonder. Well, now we know how they do it. So making something really tall is not impressive. I mean, it is, but it doesn't seem like it, if that makes sense, right? Because we kind of know, we know how it works. So what's impressive is what we don't know. Like this whole thing that Elon's doing now where he's trying to get the rocket that lifts off by itself, you know, like a spaceship that, that just like floats in the air rather than like it's propelled up. Like when they, uh, uh, they did the video where the thing like landed on its own, right? Like that was cool. Mm-hmm. And part of it is like, it's because you go, like we see it in sci-fi movies all the time, but it's like, how did they do that? There's that wonder. I think the wonder is a huge part of it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I meant is it's like disenchanting at this point. Like. I don't know, like, it used to be like, oh, shoot, our city's going to have the tallest building in the world, and people were, like, fired up, and now, like, I just feel like people don't really care, besides the people who are, like, super into that. Like, I don't know, people, it used to be, like, unveilings of stuff where, like, the entire city would be out there, like, all fired up and stuff. Well, well now, YouTube, now we unbox the Yeezys, right? It's hilarious that you say that, because I couldn't come up with a question this week, but there was a question from last week that I meant to ask this week. And it has to do just with that, like how you become accustomed well, to the it. things. Do it. No, I'm not going to ask you. We're going to save it for next week. It's about like the hedonism treadmill. Oh, yeah. I wanted to look oh, up more. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's well, like do, what it's all about. I do want to discuss that. You got to like write it down or something. So I, remember, I know. Because that was a really good Plug one. It in. Okay. I know. I'm writing it down right now, but it's not going to help. <laughs> all right. But well, uh, at any rate, I don't know. Like, by the way, I don't know if y'all have looked at pictures of the Ram Stadium. But, like, the roof they have is super cool. Like, it's crazy looking. I don't know. But, uh, at any rate, yeah, like, I don't know. Things change and, like, people want to do different stuff. But, like, I mean, like, the Biltmore, right? Like, the Biltmore mansion was just, like, this incredible thing. But, like, I don't know. Like, people just aren't as, they're not as down with the cause as they once were. I mean, you got to be PC, you know. Can't build mansions like that. <laughs> True. Um, should we move on to the next question? We can, yeah. Well, so yeah. do we want to do the next one on the list? We could do the beards one. Do that's the beards what, one. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, so we got okay. a bunch of questions from um, Midnight Mark Senior, um, and uh, a lot of them were really good, <laughs> but. Of- I'll- of Columbus, Indiana. Oh, yeah. Listener of Columbus, Columbus Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. And uh, he had a lot of really great questions um, that were pretty deep that we kind of want to mull over. So we decided this week we'll just ask one of the uh, more fun ones, I guess, um, rather than the deep ones. Is He asks, why are beards pop- so popular right now? And I think it's like similar in the vein of like interesting panel of people. (laughs) Yeah. Literally three bearded people. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good question to ask, but But it's funny too, because, Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think it's, I think it's sort of in the vein of like, um, our beards now kind of like as mustaches in the eighties and nineties, like uh, our kids going to think beards are weird looking. Maybe. I don't know. So go piano. But what I think is funny is like you look at pictures of the 60s and 70s and dudes always had beards. I just guess like the 2000s maybe we didn't have as many. I don't know. I feel like people have always had beards. That's why I think it's kind of a funny question. Well, no. I mean when you look at movies from like the 40s and 50s and stuff, like your main character people, like they were always clean shaven. Okay. They were always gotcha. like clean cut. You know what I mean? Like even now – the president doesn't you know always clean shaven that's kind of seemed to be but now it's like i don't know it's sort of a norm to have one i guess you know like you see a lot of actors now like like really famous people that they have one all the time you know yeah i got you that's a good point it's not like the hippie type actors go ahead jbm i'll tell you why Beards are more popular now because if you look at the uh, the relative, if you if you made a a chart, you could 
directly chart the popularity of beards with the obesity epidemic in America. Because beards hide your fat. That's I do think so women popular. think they're... That's why Ryan Gosling has a beard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying everybody who has a beard, but when it gets popularized in society, just like anything else, just like St. George Floyd, like, we have to go in hard. Like, everybody's like, no, this is the thing now. We gotta have beards. I think there's something to I, that. I was gonna say, additionally, that especially during COVID time, like there's no reason for you to like present yourself as like clean because you can just sit in your house all day and never have to leave. So why shave your face if you were the shaving type? I mean, I have long hair for the first time in my life since COVID. I was like, what's the point of cutting my hair? Um, so that's where it's at for me. Well, some guys just look better with it, you know, and there are like, there, there is sort of a, um, I don't know, sort of like a, a sex appeal type thing to some people, right? Where some women like men that have beards. It's, it's some men like men that have beards, right? Let's yeah, I mean, you can be a bear. Yeah, <laughs> you can definitely be so a bear. Have we, have we talked about like the the like. The idea that the comeback of the beard might be sort of a longing for a traditional masculinity that we've lost in the modern world. Yeah, of course we like, cover that. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's all you. Yeah, go. <laughs> well, think, like, teach us. If you think, if you think of like the old timey, uh, like people that lived in, in ancient times, you picture them all with beards, right? And yeah. I mean, probably they didn't all have beards. It depends like on the culture, I think. But but like, like a lot of the people. Like all the people, but all the people in the Bible, you picture with a beard, right? Because that was a thing in Jewish culture, and uh, that that men had beards. So I feel like uh, sometimes, like when it comes back that that men want to have beards, I feel like it's uh, we want to get back to the roots, you know, of being a uh, a man with a giant beard that can be like and lift a you know giant log or whatever. I don't know. Can can we throw that on mute? Mute Preacher Paul. Mute pre- is yeah. that what you're saying? Mute that phone. Yes. For his terrible just, take? Just Are you the... saying mute him? No. No. Oh, oh you yeah, your phone? phone was ringing earlier. Yeah. Um, I think that... No, I that's not a bad my point. That's not a bad point. No. Yeah. Oh, that was the timer. That was the timer that I set for our first segment. Then I left my phone here. And then, it you ring. know... Mm. It did. It rang. Yeah. yeah, we just talked right on through that. That's what so. happened. Yep. <laughs> making all the yeah. points. That'll be that'll be fun for Piano Man to edit out. I think uh, I think you actually may have made a pretty good point. Words. I still stand by my fatness claim uh, to a certain extent, yeah. but I think that maybe there is a longing. Oh no, it makes sense for uh, a time gone by. We all long to be Abraham. But it also makes sense along that same vein as like the people who were shaven. We're probably the, like richer or upper class. Like that's how you signified that you were like royalty or something. I don't know that that's true actually, but maybe that's why people. No, probably. That's why people yeah, were like. I, I think it would depend on yeah, culture. People were were like yeah. shaving because they were like, oh, this this is like a status symbol. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And then, but now we're gotten to the point where we don't care about yeah. that. So it's like, well, oh, actually, I'm because I don't care to shave my face. Now that's a status symbol. Well, people would use their, like, servants and stuff to shave them because of the way, you know, like, they couldn't get to it all or whatever. So that's a good point because if you were shaven, a lot of times that mean you had someone do it for you if you were rich enough for that. It's not a bad point. Yeah. I mean, it's similar to, like, back in the day when people used to mute their phones. Um, I'm not going to mute my phone. You can all suck it. Dude, can I just say... I might have if you hadn't asked, but now I'm totally, totally not going the, to. The preacher has been salty from, like, when we were doing our mic tests and everything. <laughs> the salt is piling up. He's I'm sorry, anxious. guys. He's about to enter into the land of prosperity. Is it anxiousness well, or is it I, Well, there is that. Well, it's a little bit of both. I got a lot to do tonight, including recording a couple podcasts and packing for my trip tomorrow. So I was just not having any any foolishness. But uh, I mean, it's whatever. I'm having fun. 
I've only been involved in like five minutes of this episode because my laptop was dying and I had to go around and get my charger. But We've done our top five. We've done our architectural question. I think we've done the beards question. You could take it away. Word. Did we talk about racist Jesus? Uh, no. We have not. No, no we didn't. So, Jesus is racist, according to this video. I don't know if everybody's seen it, but I'm just going to play it and have everyone react. Um, JBM sent this to the group text. Have you guys, you guys all watched this? We did. Yeah, it. go yeah. ahead, play it. Right, away. Just go. Did you know that there's a part of the Gospel of Mark where Jesus uses a racial slur? In Mark chapter 7, there's the account of the Seraphonician woman, a woman who is Syrian and Greek, both of which there Syrian were strong biases against within the Jewish community. Mm -hmm. And she comes to ask Jesus to heal her daughter who's possessed by a demon. And what Fair is Jesus' response? He says, it's not good for me to give the children's food, meaning the children of Israel's food, to mm -hmm. dogs. He Ooh. calls her a dog. What's amazing about this account is that the woman doesn't back down. She speaks mm. truth to power. She confronts Jesus and says, well, you can think that about me, but even dogs deserve the crumbs from the table. Her boldness and bravery to speak truth to power actually changes Jesus' mind. Jesus repents of his racism and extends he healing to this woman's daughter. I love this story because it's a reminder that Jesus is human. He had prejudices and bias, and when confronted with it, he was willing to do his work. And this woman was willing to stand up and speak truth. Okay, so when that is a video that is going viral on the Twitters. And um, what I love about it is that it's like so close to being an accurate interpretation of that incident that it's like the most evil thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but... Uh, I but don't know what but, I, but what, yet, but yet it's so far from being accurate because he says like the ch right. I'm gonna take the children of Israel's food, which is not even what he said, and give it to the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like the part where he just totally misinterprets it. I have, I have. Well, I think now I, I have this verse actually pulled up in the Bible. If you would like me to read it, Paul, so we can get some. Yes, please scriptural. do. Okay, all right. Yes, this is for everyone out there. This is Mark seven, uh, and it's. I think it's 20, 24 through 30, but I'm not going to read all of it. What, I'm just going to start. I'm reading from the NASP, um, but I can go ESV if you would rather. No, it doesn't matter. It. We're an ESV right. household, but NASP will be fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading the 1995 version of the NASP. Um, <laughs> chapter, chapter, chapter 7, verse 26. Now the woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician race. And she kept asking him to cast a demon out of her daughter. And he was saying to her, let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered and said to him, yes, Lord, but even the dogs under the table feed on children's crumbs. And he said to her, because of this answer, go, the demon has gone out of your daughter. And going back to her home, she found the child lying on the bed and the demon having left. So... Where was the racial slur there? Well, she was Syrophoenician. Yeah. Okay, so that does factor into it. I think the part where he's not wrong is that Jesus is making this statement that is, attempt, that is potentially uh, somewhat provocative or could be taken that way um, by somebody who's inclined to be sensitive about that sort of thing. Uh, he do, you're right. He doesn't explicitly make it about her, her ethnicity or her place of origin. Uh, but... Uh, I think the guy is, um, he's not wrong that the word children probably in this context would have been associated with the children of Israel, although Jesus does not say that. But it's also like significant to me that it's a child that she's trying to get uh, the demon cast out of, right? So, um, so I mean, she, she's basically, uh, she could be invoking, like, the childhood of this of her child that she's trying to get the demon cast out of. Or she could just be saying, all right, well, even if you have a preference for uh, children of Israel, uh, give us some of the crumbs, right? And, and, but either way, the, the emphasis of the story is on her faith uh, that Jesus would heal and not about, like, Jesus... It's not that Jesus is withholding this from her because of her ethnicity. It's almost like he's presenting her with a test 
to determine whether she really believes or not. But that's that's just my take on it. What do you guys think? Well, it's interesting how earlier in the chapter he talks about like what defiles a person, right? Because they're talking about you know um, like your your heart. This is what comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, yada yada. Right. So Jesus is definitely racist. Yeah, I just I think it's interesting that the next story is this woman, you know, basically says, "Hey, you know, isn't this about the good, like you were talking about?" Just interesting, right? I think the important thing to note here is that Jesus used insults similar to our um, leader, Donald J. Trump. Like a dog. Was that in 2 Corinthians? Yeah, and that's really... I mean, always learn from the master. Like a dog. Was that a, was that a racist connotation there? They tried yes. to say so, yes. Every single time he said it to a not-white person. Uh, <laughs> but I don't, well, but I think, this isn't like a racial slur. He's not saying like... I was just going to say Trump, when he tweeted about... Uh, uh, Kristen Stewart cheating on Robert Pattinson. He said she cheated on him like a dog. <laughs> and Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart is very is like the whitest person. So, I mean, she could be a Syrophoenician. You don't know. I I don't know her twenty three and me. I mean, um, I don't know if this is racist. It might, like you said, it might be he's. You don't know? No, I know. It's no, racist. Totally no, racist. I, I, like, yeah. I'm not sure if Jesus was being racist. Racist was not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Jesus was a lot. Like, not in the way that we're thinking about it. Now, he it said, might... he literally said, be gone, thought. Like, that's what he said. I mean, kind of. But he, but, but I, I mean, he, Jesus says lots of things that are, that could be, that, that are meant to be provocative if they're taken a certain way. Um, but if they are taken a different way, can lead you into belief in Jesus, right? Like uh, pretty much everything Jesus says. Here's what I want to know: when, according to this guy, when Jesus repented, who was he asking forgiveness from? The woman. Oh well, he I doesn't mean, even repent. Again, he just not, says. Yo, not because the, you're like a logical person, your daughter's fine. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the 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 repentance part of that he just completely made up and inserted into the passage. Well, it's truth to lie. But I will say, like, he's like, thank you for helping me make in, my but point. It, but it, but in, in defense doing. of that guy, though, to be fair, repentance and forgiveness are not the same thing. Like, repentance is a turning, and forgiveness is something that you have through Christ. But and they're related processes, but they're not the same thing we can we conflate them a lot what did piano man call this guy so, the uh, leader of the florida college church bible that's study? what he looks like and he sounds like him too <laughs> <laughs> he probably is legit is pretty spot on well, I, I can't wait i can't wait for all the like all this woke stuff to go rampant at fc <laughs> and then just all the boomers <laughs> abandon it so suddenly bro hope Whoa, 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 whoa. That happened, bro. Earlier it needs to happen okay, more. No, hey, hey, he's got a, a sister. I don't, is that the, is I don't know. I don't know if this needs to be on the podcast. Bro, last year, I, there was an open now. letter from the students of Florida College. There was an open letter from the students of Florida College, both uh, current and former, calling on Buddy Payne to inclu- to be more black exclusive and make sure people knew that black, black exclusive <laughs> it was like a whole, <laughs> they want it wanted was to be a more whole thing mm. no inclusive right it, okay. it was a whole thing and then people got in fights about it and then people like were like the people who were like uh championed the letter were like backing off but some of them weren't it was it was yeah. a very weird moment in time. I remember that it was a super divisive thing, but like, 
<laughs> I just think that's destined to happen at every school. And like uh, this maybe gets to one of uh, Midnight Mark Senior's questions that we haven't uh, yeah. to talk about today. But um, yeah, I would say when that came out, the divisiveness, like 80% of the people that kept like nagging in the comment section were people who like don't go to church anymore, but went to FC. So I mean, we'll say I will say that. Or didn't go to FC. I mean, right. yeah, or just were like friends yeah. of people that went, yeah. But you're right. That well, really have gone way people, into people would people sign the letter friend of Florida College, oh like what? Goodness. Yeah, yeah, Next. that doesn't mean anything. I should have signed. Yeah, I mean, we've gone way into a very. Specific I should have just signed my name with some completely off color and offensive name, like like, like master. Something, something. Yeah. <laughs> these, these nuts for Christ. No, uh, who's the... Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh I would say that should be the title of the episode, but there's no way I'm putting that. What? You're going to lose no, your job. No, no, I shouldn't have even said that. Oh As it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, this actually, that, that was too far. <laughs> You well, said you wanted a compilation of things that right. get us canceled by the left. Now we need a compilation of things that get us canceled by people we go to church with. <laughs> yeah, that's true, because we have those two for sure. <laughs> we should reopen we can get canceled from every direction on this show. It's, this. It's, it's all liability, this show. <laughs> it's all liability. There's no good that can come from it. All right, let's salvage so, the by going to piano. The only right. good that can come from it is if you... That are listening right now, or, send yeah. a question to Magic in the Attic Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Along with a $5 donation. $5. Make us holla. Yeah, we'll let's holla. start a Patreon, please. We gotta start that. We gotta start a Patreon or something. So, um, you could donate. Are we gonna have a cast system based on vaccination? Piano Girl asks. And, um,. So I think it's a pretty good question. I think what she means by that is, are I mean, are we I gonna have an underclass of people that can't do anything, can't go anywhere, because because they don't have a vaccine? Piano man. I could tell you what she means, also exactly, because she was explaining well, it go, a little go more. Right ahead. Is that um, she, she you're is gonna? Her wife, yeah. She. She was saying, like, you know, it's already starting to be instated where you can travel to certain places if you have your vaccination. So if you're you know obviously vaccinated you could travel you have more freedom to travel she said like in the hospital where she works mm -hmm. if you like there are certain um i forget the status but where nobody can go visit them because they're sick and they think because they've gotten vaccinations they say well we've gotten our vaccinations we should be allowed to go in there but it's like uh so why are you now a better person than everyone else because you've gotten your vaccinations? Now you're allowed to do things nobody else can do? What's this all about? Then, yeah, that's what she meant. I don't know if you want me to respond to it, but somebody else can go. Well, I can piggyback a little a little info on that well, too. Well, JPM, so. yeah, he's got strong opinions. Go ahead. Well, so um, <clears throat> my wife uh, saw a patient the other day and they said hey you know i'm going to a concert i bought tickets to this concert but when we get there we have to show our proof that we were vaccinated um which is kind of terrifying and actually why i thought this was a really interesting question because if things do progress to the point that like there are literally places that you cannot go uh if, if things progress to a point that even within domestic travel, you can't get on an airplane without showing your, your vaccination papers or whatever, uh, that, that becomes a very interesting society to live in. And I don't think it will be a blanket thing. I think that it will be um, kind of similar to how COVID has been handled in our country where different areas are way, way more lax, even just act like it's, you know, it doesn't exist almost, and other areas are, like, hardcore about it. Like, I think it's very possible that you're going to get to a point where certain restaurants are going to be like, 
you need to show me your papers or you can't come in here. Which is crazy. Not to mention, none of this makes any sense because yeah. if we all go to a concert and you all have your vaccination and I don't, what are you worried about? Like, why do you care? It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's the, that's a like Steve Dace argument, right? Like, if I'm not vaccinated and you are, I can't get you sick, right? But you might could get me sick. But right. like, at that point, that's my decision, you know? And you don't have to worry about if you're going to get me sick. And that's the thing that's been ingrained. Like, you might kill grandma, right? Now it's like, oh, it's not about you. It's about you infecting others. Um, so when I think of this, <clears throat> my mind goes way deeper than that. Ever since we had that discussion about the social credit system in China, I just keep thinking how it's going to happen here. It just is. And at what point do we get to the stage? And in my mind, that point is we start reporting people who don't have their vaccine or we label, we got to wear our patch, right? First it starts, I'm Christian or I'm vaccinated. Then it's what religion you are, right? And at some point- It's a star. Right, like we might have to wear a star, right? On our arm, you know, while the <laughs> others wear their- uh, what it would have like a star of well, star of Jesus. Well, we would have, but certain would have certain people would have like an we'll L, get the tattoo L eventually. Certain, put us in well, camp. other yeah. people would have to worship their gods, right? Like they'd have to put the elephant for the GOP or the donkey for the Democrat, so they can you know properly talk about who they worship. Um, and yeah. but that's but that's what I'm trying about. That, that's that's where I'm going with this. Like I think I don't know about cast like. If you're vaccinated, you're necessarily like, you know, but I, I don't necessarily know if that one thing will throw it in. But I you're, think wait, you're in a what? You're in, in a, a lower cast. place. No, no, that's like a division, vaccinated or not. I think that it could be the first step. That's what a cast is. I guess, but isn't there levels? Okay, it doesn't matter. Well, the upper but echelon is matter. you got your vaccination and you wear two masks. Right. My point is, I think this could be the first step of us reporting, oh, my neighbor isn't vaccinated and he went to a high school basketball game. And that is where we, where we justify, because I don't think America can Gosh. justify the social credit system yet. I don't think we can. I don't think people will accept it, but you know what they will accept? Telling on somebody yeah. for not having their vaccination. Step one, the then social credit. The Karening of America. I mean, Man, I is that crazy? Wrong, is that a crazy terrifying. theory? No, I, f I feel like that could happen for sure. Yeah. Well, what I think is dumb happen. about it, what I think is really dumb about this whole thing is they've never said, oh, if you've had COVID and other people that you know have had COVID, you can go to the concert. Why don't they say that? You, yeah. Because that's the same thing. Makes just as much sense. It's about yeah. compliance. It's about compliance. I mean, that's obvious. But then my other second point here is yeah. there's going to be another cast, and this is going to be the cast I hope to be a part of, where you're so rich you don't have to follow the rules. You just buy your own plane, fly where you want to. Uh, but that is, yeah, want. that's the cast. Yeah. Right? That is the a cast, levels. right? That's yeah. the upper, that's the highest level. You don't follow any of the rules because you don't have to. Bro, we're all Scientologists now. Yeah, let's go. I'm in. That 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 I cast was already that. exists. It's the governor of yeah. California, Gavin Newsom. He's in yeah. it. <laughs> or the who's the one lady? Who's the one lady that shut down all the restaurants? Said no outdoor dining, and they literally had pictures of her like two hours later, like eating outside at her favorite restaurant. <laughs> oh, that's like there's been like a dozen of those. Uh, yeah. 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 There's been a bunch, but it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I just think this is this is scary because I do think I, I think that this is going to continue to contribute to in a lot of ways the death of small businesses because this is getting more and more pushed. Um, now I do think there are certain small businesses, small restaurants, and places that will absolutely thrive on this, but I think they're few and far between. Um, I don't know. It's uh it's a scary scary era we're entering into. 
I was going to say it'll be interesting to see the economic pressures that would result from something like that, like the, the, the government instituting something like that. Because, I mean, you would think probably most companies would have reason to go along with the, with, with the government, but, but there would also be a demand created for people like us who don't want to do something that we don't want to do. We don't want to put something into our bodies that we don't want to put in. Um, that, that there would be a market for people like that to have services provided to them. But how, how wide would that market be? I don't know. Like how many people like us are there out there that wouldn't want to go along? Or how many people are there like us who wouldn't want to, but who would in the end anyway, you know? Well, I don't know. I mean, hey, kudos to, kudos to Adam Silver who came out and said that he wasn't going to retire everybody in the NBA to get it. I think for that reason because yeah. they test all the time. I'm just, I mean, he came yeah. out until and said China, we'll Until see. China tells him he has to and yeah. then he'll do it. Even though Wuhan, yeah, dude. you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so weird to me that China has come out the winner of all this. I mean, it's not weird. I think it was by design. But you're it's surprised? Just... No, I'm not. But I guess I'm saying that, no, like, if you, if I if I had called this, I, what I would mean by surprised is that if I had said in March of last year, um, China is going to come out of this with the best position, everybody would have looked at me like I was crazy. You know, like I was a conspiracy theorist. But. I don't know. I mean, and I hate. I mean, when's the last time China? Well, here, let me let me run this back. And I don't know my history as well as a couple of you guys. All right, real quick though, because then we we got to move on to rapid fire, and then we got to wrap this up. But let him finish his thought. Okay, and then we'll do it. No, I'm just Just I'm just letting you know. Probably quick answer. I got you. I'm with you. When's the last time China didn't win an interaction? Like, since Nixon was like, hey, guys, we'll trade with you. Uh, when Hong Kong? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about Chinese history to really They're say They're working on that right me. now. Yeah, probably when Taiwan was like, forget you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there have been bumps in the road, well, I'm I don't sure, know that for them, like anywhere else. But I think that they have uh, been steadily rising since that time, more or less, yeah. Ever since somebody convinced the American people that China has a stranglehold on our debt, even though we both owe each other, like, money isn't real. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Crypto. kind of want a clarification on that. Yeah, what do you mean, we owe China? Well, I mean, like, never mind. It, I mean, China owes well, us. No, like, people what, are is, like, what does China owe China- us? No, if if China stops buying our debt, then all of a sudden we go we collapse. But China needs us, right? China's not going to do that. There's not this like stranglehold where we're going to stop buying your debt and then you're going to like go under. That's not going to happen because China the, the needs only, us just as much. Well, China, yeah, but the only reason China otherwise needs us why is wouldn't they have at this point? The only reason China needs us is because they're just hoping and praying we're going to pay this debt back because at this point they have loaned us so much but at the end of the day at this point they just want us to keep doing this i feel like because we are just going to collapse like we're it's just i don't know when i don't know how long the fed can prop us up but like it we're just going to collapse we just keep printing money by the end of this year like 50 percent of the money in circulation is going to be been printed within the last like two years like it's it's nuts Preaching to the choir, I think. Buy Bitcoin. Well, yeah. Buy Bitcoin. We are not financial advisors. This is not financial advice, but buy Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> I am. Kind of. So, rapid fire. Rapid I fire a, questions. I took right. a class on it. I, t- I took a class on it. That makes I, me an expert. I mean. I have two friends. If anybody's an expert about, I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. Quick rapid fire. Team LeBron destroyed Team Durant. Will the All-Star Game or Pro Bowl ever be fun again? Or will it always be stupid? Um, we just have a fondness for it when we were younger. That's the first rapid fire question. Will the will like All-Star Games, Pro Bowl Games ever be fun again? Were they ever fun is my question. Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever be fun again. People will try new things to get you to watch. I'll say that. 
like the MLS, I think, does something cool where they play against the they'll play against a European team with their all stars instead of just like all stars playing all stars. They play like a really good European team. I think that's a cool idea. All right. Yeah, I think it would be cool if we took like the best uh, NBA players and we played against like a European team. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, no, I get what you're saying. People do come up with stuff like I think the events around the Pro Bowl are more intriguing when they're like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna play dodgeball with like some of the greatest athletes in the country." Like, but like I don't remember the last time I actually watched the Pro Bowl. What's like, it's just, it's, I mean, it's just like All Star Weekend. You care more about. If you're going to watch, you probably care more about the slam dunk competition or the three-point competition than you do the actual basketball game. So that was original, yeah. my like, original thought was, you know, oh, man, we were growing up, the All-Star game used to be real cool. But, like, was it? like, Or was it always stupid? We just have this, like, yeah. kind of nostalgia for it. Yeah, you just think about your favorite players are all playing. That's what you yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. for me, well, I the think, only, like... The only thing... Well, I, I, think, I think it would be cool, obviously... You don't want to play the European team. But this concept of, like, the three-on-three, I think it'd be cool. Like, if the NBA just ended the stupid show game and did, like, kind of like a three-on-three tournament maybe with some players, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, you'd watch the first time, but it would get old. Well, yeah, yeah, that's like everything, though, right? Stay tuned. But I actually think what would be super fun, and I don't even know if it would get old or not. I guess it would in some respects, but, like, if they just did a one-on-one tournament, I think... Yeah. Like a one-on-one NBA tournament would be so crazy. Because then literally every year, regardless of if it's like a true indicator, people will be able to claim like this is the best I think the they world. would play hard like, too. Because you would want to be the dog. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We're running out of time here. The solution though is you take the all-star team... And you make them play in the Pro Bowl, and you take the Pro Bowl players and make them play in the NBA All-Star team. NFL, mm. NBA crossover. I would wow. actually watch that. I would watch, because, like, think about it. Watch KD or LeBron play tight end? That'd be dope. And, like, injuries for days? Anyway. But who's throwing them the ball? Yeah. Like, yeah, Steph. they would all get wrecked. Would Steph be the yeah. QB? Steph, Steph could be QB, maybe. I don't know. Um, so will people ever stop caring about the royal family? Oprah did some stupid interview with Harry and, and uh, Meghan. Everybody's talking about it. Or are we doomed with Kardashian level interest of these people forever? I fully support Meghan Markle. I hope she succeeds in destroying the monarchy once and for all. And I think she's great. That's my opinion on that. I mean, she's really hot in suits. Will we stop caring? Yes, we will probably stop caring within the next hundred years. I mean, I already don't care. Yeah. I saw this compilation today of photographs of Meghan Markle dressed in the exact same clothes as Princess Di. There was like four or five different photos, like literally, and they were uh, they were like uh, like just crazy looking dresses and hats and stuff that like did not happen on accident. This woman is crazy. But as far as are we going to be subject to this Kardashian level of what? Yes, and that is the that is the answer to every single topic. That is that is our politics now. Like, I mean, I if if you ask me if a Kardashian would be a a U.S. government official at some point in the next ten years, I would. I would lean towards yes more than I would no. Like, we live in the craziest timeline. I mean, I'm, it's exciting. I'm kind of glad we do sometimes. But everything's just nuts. I don't really have an answer. I think you guys answered it. I mean, yeah. It's just funny that it's like the royal family. You know, they're not, like, they don't do anything. They're a fake monarchy. So why do we have this, like... I mean, Prince Harry plays quarterback for the Eagles. Or he did. I thought that was red. Red beard. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. Um, Favorite uh, breakfast meat. It's just weird. We're done. Favorite breakfast meat. Sausage, bacon, or country ham? Midnight Mark. Go ahead. I mean, it's bacon. You can wrap wings in bacon. You can do everything with bacon. Yeah, JBM. Favorite wings for breakfast? 
I'm just saying, it's it's the best meat. It's still a free country on the it? planet, and you eat it on breakfast. It's bacon. Canadian bacon. That's good. Get out of here! It's it's American bacon. Go move to. You ever had an egg McMuffin? Yeah, man. You ever had an egg McMuffin? Favorite. Yeah, yeah. Favorite breakfast meat. I answered it. It's American bacon. I want you to know that when I go to McDonald's, spicy sausage is good. Hold on, when I go to McDonald's, I order a McGriddle, but I substitute the regular bacon for Canadian bacon, and I want you to know it's fantastic. You can move to Canada. You should do it too. Yeah, move to Canada. You'll like a dog. Free health care. Maybe I will. Get, Get out. We don't want you. All right, I'm free healthcare and trade for your liberty. Magic in the Attic podcast. I'm sorry I haven't been here for most of it, but I'm sure they kept you entertained. And uh, is Canadian bacon the same as country ham? Where I said the thing that could get me fired. Okay. Or will we? Stay tuned. Oh, I'm gonna ask that you do.